it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieved stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Cheryl Shanafia over Zoom video. Cheryl was born and raised in Indonesia, and she talks about how she got into music. Her uncles and cousins were all pretty well-known musicians in Indonesia. She always looked up to them, but that's not really how she got into music per se. She started off by playing Guitar Hero, and around seven years old, she wanted to learn the guitar, but her parents weren't fully into that quite yet. So there was a security guard that was kind of the security guard for their neighborhood, and he had a guitar at his security post. And after school, she would go learn how to play guitar from him. He'd show her some chords to this book, and she ended up learning, which eventually landed her a guitar for her birthday from her parents. Very quickly, her parents saw a lot of talent in her. She started a band, was the rhythm guitar player and backup singer, eventually started her own solo project and recorded a demo. And her dad would go around to the different labels in Indonesia and shop his daughter around uh, to get her signed. She ends up signing with the biggest major label in Indonesia. She talked about putting a record out, actually the first show she did, playing little coffee shops, posting songs onto YouTube. After signing with the label, she was able to get on a television show in Indonesia where she kind of hosted and would play her songs. That led her to getting a bunch of roles as an actress. She scored a bunch of awards as an actress, but decided she really, really wanted to continue to focus on her music. And she started to take that up really seriously again around 2017. She put out a video for the song Sweet Talk, which went viral. And it's such an incredible video. If you saw it now, you'd think, oh, this is rad. It came out, you know, maybe this year. The thing came out in 2017 and it looks like TikTok videos and just the creativity behind the video is insane. You definitely need to check out the video for Sweet Talk. We also talk about the new songs she's releasing. She teamed up with Empire Records in San Francisco, recorded some songs in 2020. The pandemic hits, so she ends up holding on to these songs. Two are out now. It's going to be part of a trilogy. The music videos tell the story. The most recent one is called Earn It. And we talk about the trilogy and uh, the meaning behind it. And of course, the music videos as well. You can watch our interview with Cheryl on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be so awesome if you subscribe to our channel. If you like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, it'd be so amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Cheryl Shanafia. All right, Cheryl. Well, again, thank you so much for, for doing this. My name is Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music. And we'll talk about the new uh, release as well. Cool. Thanks, Adam. Of course. Not only were we matching in outfits, but I, so this isn't a very good thing to be twinsies on, but... I saw that you had a herniated disc in your neck. I do. So Wow. You too? I've had four cervical spine surgeries because of the same exact issues. No my, way. Yeah, but mine were, they were herniated, but then it got to the point where the, and I don't want to scare you because if you're doing stretching, I didn't do any of the maintenance to, say, to save it. Right. Mine right. ended up, and I have degenerate disc, there's some weird medical term that I don't really know. My disc ended up slipping and hitting my spine, like the cord. 
So I had to get surgery. Yeah. But like reading your post about having the pain down your arm and everything like, oh man, I like, I feel for you. The same thing. Oh yeah, totally. The same exact thing. It started with my C no C3, C4. They replaced it. And then the one below it, like, which is c5 c6 c6 they did a they did a c5 c6 fusion and then c6 c7 c6 c7 c7 c8 or Mm -hmm. the next like i have a level that's good and then the next level that one messed up so they had to come in through the back and do uh like a liminectomy and then i had another one in the front it was brutal so I've got a lot of, I'm not going to be a neck model anytime soon, but I saw your post and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, wait. You're looking great over here though. I mean, I, I have, I, I probably have my neck brace somewhere here. I don't know where it is. I've been trying to, you know, guard my posture. And now that you're bringing it up, I'm just going to go. No, 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 but but I'm not trying to scare you. Like I said, you actually like the fact that you were doing the stretching and the maintenance, like they told me that I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then I just, and then it just got to the point where one failed and then it was two. And then like, once you start getting into it, like they're pretty much like, it just kept, it was like a, you know, domino effect. Um, How long did it take you to recover though? um, The first operation, not uh, the one that was really bad was when they had to come in through the backside. That one took like, two or three months. The front was like in a month or month and a half, not horrible, but you can get yeah. you know, like, you're able, it's like night and day when they're, do, when they finish it, you're like, Oh my gosh, I can move my arms. Like, yeah, right. it's just, it's, but it just mine just time. progressively, yeah, it kept getting worse and it just kept going down and down and down and down. But the fact that you're doing the stretching and all that, and you're able to, you know, I'm sure you could save the disc. That, so that's all that really matters. That's amazing. Was I your so. C5, C6? I'm, I was- I'm on C5, C6. So I'm still in, I'm still, you know, coping with the pain. I think the most painful thing is not being able to play my guitar properly as well. Because every single time I put my arm over my guitar, like I just <sighs> start having twitches all over my wrist. So I'm still oh, yeah. trying to cope with that. I have therapy three times a week. And I think the drive from my place to my therapy space is the most gruesome part because I still drive as well. Oh, and, okay. um, yeah. <laughs> and no, the traffic's I... terrible. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel <laughs> like you. Sitting down really hurts too, right? Oh yeah. Sitting down and like kind of being hunched. So you have exactly. to like, uh, like reading yeah, posts we... about standing up and like, like yeah. it all it's like totally like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing because it will definitely <laughs> save you a lot of, <laughs> Thank you. later down the line Thanks but I, I didn't think of, yeah i didn't think about playing guitar because i did remember reading that but yeah oh my yeah. goodness it's i i definitely <laughs> feel you so thank you thank you means yeah. a lot Coming uh, a, <laughs> from someone more experienced i guess yeah i know I'll it's take note. and it's not something i want to be experienced in but i did read that and i was like oh my gosh i have to talk to you about this because it's definitely uh yeah it's not a fun situation to yeah. be in by any means um, yeah. but if you look, it's, if you went back and looked at interviews of mine from even like six months ago, I'll be like a lot of them, I have like a neck bracing right. because I was like right. just out of surgery. Yeah. So there's some, some classic right. ones in there where I'm like, Hey, sorry, don't mind my neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're looking great though. Seriously. <laughs> well, I mean, you were you. able to sit down. You look great. <laughs> oh, again, thank you so much. Well, this is about you. It's not me and my neck surgeries. 
Um, so first off, talk to me about you were born and raised in, in are you in Indonesia? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I'm gosh, Indonesian. Tell me about that. That's so amazing. Okay. So uh, I'm born and raised here in Jakarta, which is the uh, capital. And mm. um, we, well, I, well, my whole family, we've been raised um our like in english our father talks to us in english and my mom really? in indonesian yeah so we were encouraged to speak in english and i went to an, an english speaking school too so that's kind of how i brought it up i guess mm-hmm. yeah that's amazing Do a lot of people learn in english like people in indonesia is that like a big thing to go to school in learn english yeah i feel like I mean, with the internet, with Web3 and all, you know, everyone's just kind of coping with the internet really right. well. And it's pretty much the mother tongue of the Web3. So I guess everyone's kind of jumping into that. Uh, mm-hmm. People learn really quickly too. I mean, no matter where you are in this world, I think we just, you know, everyone's just picking things up really quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's no <laughs> surprise, I guess. For yeah. a lot of people here in Indonesia to be speaking in English. That's amazing. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. With, with uh, you know, growing up in Indonesia, tell me, like, anyone in your family musical or what was the music scene like there? Oh, yeah. Like, well, my, my, my family, no one really plays an instrument. No one's really in tune with music. But, like, the, like, um, my cousins and my uncles, they're, mainly musicians um but a lot of the people here in indonesia i guess we just hear a lot of charts we're in tune to a lot of global global um you know streaming services as well mm-hmm. so like everyone's just listening to everything especially with people now you know we get the choice to hear whatever we want to hear mm-hmm. so um yeah well my background i've always listened to a lot of John Bayer. I've always listened to a lot of Sarah Bareilles and like just anyone in the top charts practically or the indie charts. I'm Mm -hmm. really into that. Yeah. Very cool. And you, you have cousins and uncles that play music as well. Yeah. They're, they're really great too. I mean, they've been a big influence um, in my family. Um, They're actually pretty notable here too in indonesia i wow. think i'm at luck to be in that kind of scene too growing up mm-hmm. yeah would you go That's to their shows lucky. and stuff like did they play out and about yeah but i was pretty much i was very i was so shy growing up and sometimes i'm still kind of like an ambivert um so like i would just watch on the sidelines and just you know look at them um jam it out and I kind of came out of my shell around uh, 2009 when my parents would like force me into going into talent shows or just going into cafes and like singing up there. And that kind of, you know, yeah, gave like, me the <laughs> a little bit more confidence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I was going to say, cause you were like on a TV show and being able to host and interact and play and do all these things. Yeah. Like you didn't sound like you're much of an introvert, but I guess I'm a very introverted person as well. Where like, aside from this, I'm like closed off. Like getting in conversations with people. Remember we're, we're ambiverts here. Like it's our job to be able to speak up to people and just interact oh, with people. Wow. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I'm no. talking about the two of us. I no, I know. I, yeah, point. it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's I, we're, I we're didn't think about that. We're on magic clothing. We're on no. discrimination. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, yeah. when did you get it? When did you start learning how to play music? So I was around um, seven when I really liked Guitar Hero. I don't know if you know that oh, game. It was, oh, it was on the yeah. PlayStation. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I played a lot of that. And my my dad encouraged me to, you know, go something, go with something that's more on the ac- academic side, which is mm-hmm. being a dentist or being a lawyer, you know, mm, sure. more conventional path. And um, <laughs> Job I, I, yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I really wanted to pursue that at first as a dentist. I, I mm. really went down that road into taking science and just trying to go for that. But along the way, I really liked the guitar. Uh, I started off from Guitar Hero, and then I realized that I wanted to start playing the guitar, but my parents wouldn't let me go into music lessons. So there was actually this, um, there was this um, postcard. So like, I I don't know how you say it, like a I, I had like a security guard that mm-hmm. it, it wasn't my security guard, but like it was for my compound. So it was okay, like a yeah. neighborhood security guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we have those area. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he actually had a guitar in his post and oh. I would just go there every now and then. Uh, I was seven at the time. So after uh, going home from school, I would go over to his place and um, I would just he would teach me how to play the guitar. And that's wow. kind of how I picked it up because my parents wouldn't let me take lessons and I didn't have access to any electronics or YouTube or anything at the time. And um, there were like these chord books that mm-hmm. I, I learned from. He taught me how to read them. And that's just kind of how I picked it up at seven. Wow. And yeah. then do you what, go home and say, mom and dad, like, watch, I can actually play a guitar. You need to buy me one. Like, at what point do they give in <laughs> and let you get one? I I think they realized that it took a while for me to get home after going home from school because I would take <laughs> a pit stop. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, she's with the security guard. Okay, you know what? Let's let's get her home. And not long after that, I think it was a few months after that my parents got me a guitar for my birthday, for my eighth birthday. And okay. ever since that, I just started encouraging friends at school to start a band and, and look like characters from Guitar Hero. <laughs> so <laughs> I started having a band, but I was the uh, rhythm guitar and backing vocals. Okay. Um, I, was, I was never confident enough to be a lead. And ever since that, I guess, um, I just started to find my way into uploading to YouTube. That's when I, I started having access to laptops and, and school computers. And I started uploading from there. Oh, so and it I started it with, just, the, with the YouTube, with YouTube then it, for your original song or for your Eventually. solo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. After like, I don't know, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, around what year was it when you started? Cause you said in 2009, your, your family was like, you need to get onto like, it's like, a coffee shop stage or, you know, kind of pushed yeah. you in front of people. Uh, yeah. When did you like, like what year were when you pushed? Click? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I guess what year was it when you started posting YouTube and how soon after that, or was that after or before when your parents kind of shoved you I, to performing in front of people? I, 
I totally regret telling you the timeline now because like oh. I'm trying to recall it. And <laughs> no, no worries. No, 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 no. Okay. I didn't know if like, do you remember what was first though? Do you remember if you played the shows before um, you did the YouTube videos? So my, my family found out because they, they saw me, um, they saw me uploading things on YouTube. And, oh, okay. So um, they, they yeah. Found YouTube. Got it. They found the YouTube first. Yeah. Now that I'm trying to recall it, no, it's been yeah. a while since someone has asked me really quality questions. So like, well, or like you. just things that make me, <laughs> things that make me try to recall things. I don't really remember my timeline these days. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> me either. So <laughs> you're doing a great yeah. job. Um, so well real quick from the band did you were you writing any of the songs for the band or was it like okay i'm just gonna play backup guitar and sing backups and then when did it click that you wanted to perform and be you know the voice of of the band i never really decided to to be the voice of the band actually we had a vocalist Mm -hmm. but um I had really, I had really ambitious bandmates and uh, my vocalist was very concentrated with school and um, not saying that I wasn't too concentrated, but I wasn't as ambitious as her in my Mm -hmm. academics. And I was more into the arts and sports and my drummer actually kept pushing every single band practice. He would be like, Cheryl, why don't you take the lead? Why don't oh. you take the lead? And I felt really bad actually for my vocalist at the same time, but everyone was really supportive of one another. Mm-hmm. And I realized that our band practice sessions weren't as efficient as they should be because we would be practicing for like six hours in my gar- uh, garage. And um, it was it was very it was very inefficient because we only practiced one song for like six hours. (laughs) We played, we played, I don't love you uh, by my, my chemical romance. Really? Six hours. Yeah. That's a solid song (laughs) from Sarah Bareilles and John Mayer to go straight to my chemical romance covers. Like that's a pretty good one. Yeah. It was my chemical romance. Fall out boy, Mayday parade. Paramore. That's like my, oh man, that's like my life right there. All those bands. That's I grew up with. I love that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Started off with that. And then (laughs) I guess it just kind of branched out to John Mayer and Sarah Brothers. All right. When I started (laughs) going to say, because your sound now isn't very, (laughs) uh, you know, emo pop punky at all. But (laughs) (laughs) yes, there is a contrast right there. But I guess. It started off from my band and afterwards we just kind of drifted apart because everyone started moving schools at junior high. And mm-hmm. by the time I was in junior high, I actually discovered what I really liked and I really liked John Mayer. And mm-hmm. I guess he played a huge role into whatever is influencing me and my guitar playing. And he influenced a lot of my songwriting as well. Although mm-hmm. maybe I haven't really been exploring my sound to that kind of spectrum yet but mm-hmm. maybe in time yeah well i like the sound you have now i mean it's more of a pop r and sound I, yeah i think it fits exactly what yeah it sounds great um, thank you mm-hmm. with that with so you wait did i read you put a record out in uh like a self-titled record in 2009 ish yeah okay yeah. <laughs> but that was I before did. you ended up getting on on television right yeah, so it okay. started from that uh, first. I was signed into a major label 
at wow. 2000 I forget it was 2009 or 2011 but it's been 12 wow. years so let's yeah, how did that track that did they find like yeah. did they find your youtube videos like how did you uh con- get contacted by a major label it's massive so they they encountered my youtube videos at first and mm-hmm. uh it was also i got very lucky cuz along the way um my my well my father finally you know he made you know he compromised and he realized that talent was a huge uh, would take a huge part or entertainment would take a huge part in the future to mm-hmm. everyone's lives and he i guess he saw something in me that i i didn't see in myself at first but he was very kind to um go around different labels and and just lining up with me to these different record labels and just wow. trying to give my demo because like i started managing you that's amazing he he was just being a, a very a dad. sweet dad yeah, yeah he was just being a dad because his up, point yeah. His point was like, look, Cheryl, if you want to be a musician, I can't fund you because I don't have the money or the connections for it. So if if you're good enough, someone will sign you. I was like, okay. <laughs> How does cool. a record label work, though? He's like, uh-huh. uh, you'll figure it out. I'll just be your guardian. Let your mom be your guardian and just wing it. All right. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> wow. So yeah. obviously one of them responded or answered your, you know, your dad bringing the demo around. And so you get signed yeah. to a major label that way. Yeah. And luckily I was signed to a major label, actually the biggest record label here in Indonesia. They're called Musica Studios. Um, wow. Yeah. They, they have been um, catering to a lot of the pop stars here in Indonesia that are like just legends. I got, I was lucky enough to get the opportunity. Yeah. Wow. 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 And did they help you out quite a bit? Like once you signed to that label, was it, cha- did it change anything for you at all? Yes, of course. I mean, after 11 years, no, actually after 10 years, um, I finally got my way around into the industry and just try to know where I want to go with my sound. Mm-hmm. And they introduced me to Empire Records um, where they finally collaborated and chose me as an artist to publish my song in English and of course to cater to the global markets. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's where I was really at luck and I feel really blessed. And I finally got my opportunity to produce and record in San Francisco in Empire's studio there and meet with producers. And that's kind of how, um, I guess we're talking today because I have songs that you heard too. <laughs> yeah, no, and yeah. You have, that's incredible. What was the song that you recorded in San Francisco? Was that when it, you released Breakout? Oh, um, it it was actually that. just it was um, it was the one recently. Yeah. Oh, well, okay, oh, so we're we're, wait, we're, we're recent. I didn't, I didn't realize that you really broke down into break. Were you referring to my show? Breakout or oh, breakout was a show, but before that, you, you when you signed to the major label, like because there were some years yeah. right there. I mean, if you signed in 2011 and then you went mm-hmm. to the show Breakout and then you came back to music, right? Oh, wow, okay. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that you really looked 
deep into like oh, me. Sorry. It's just <laughs> I I'm just really lucky to have you right now, Adam. Like it's it's very rare for me to actually go around and and meet anyone who would interview me and would really do amazing research. That's why. Oh, I really well, do appreciate the no, time. No, thank you. No, I was going to say, like, I, I'm, I'm curious because we jumped. Yeah, no, no, are you kidding me? I am. I we jumped. Yeah, we jumped ahead. I'm like, wait, okay. Well, I just want to. We don't okay. need to spend time on on the television stuff. I'm just curious because it sounds like you know you had a, you had yeah. a music career. You got signed to a major label, and then yeah. I mean, I know you did some, you did a lot of acting, and you were hosting this show, and like all of this happens. But okay, like, gonna, are you I'm kind of pair? I'm going to follow your timeline. <laughs> no, 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 no worries. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so, it's okay. Fine. You get signed to a major label. They start yeah. helping you. What with songs that you, that were not in English in the beginning? Yes. Cause they okay. told me that it wouldn't cater the Indonesian to, market and gotcha. to be a musician, I would never succeed to be, to release in English. Okay. I was, I was much more comfortable in singing in English. I really wanted to release my, my songs in English. And that's kind of what I was, you know, used to writing mm -hmm. in English and publishing, right. and, so, but yeah. So with, well, with Musica Studios, they weren't, you weren't putting songs out in English at this point. No, I okay. wasn't. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. from there, then how do you get, so you're doing songs not in English. So it wasn't until recently that you were able to write in English and release songs. Yeah. Like, um, it, it took a while, Adam. It took okay. a while. It was so hard. <laughs> Because, I mean, of course, with working, working with a record label, we have to know the, you know, we have to meet the standards, we have to meet the industry standards. And that was not something I, as a, as a teenager, and mm -hmm. as someone who just wanted to make music, that's not something I was raised with, I guess, or just something that I was used to. I didn't understand business. I didn't know how it worked, right. how the music business worked. So I was trying to juggle my thoughts and, and compromise a lot. And there was, obviously my parents wouldn't be the way out because they told me, they gave me a disclaimer at first. They were like, look, Cheryl, if I have to fund you in music, I'd rather get you a house. But even that, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, I, I'm just not going to get you a house. I want to get you your first degree, <laughs> but okay. Right. So I had no, I had no choice. Um, I, I probably did, but I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. um, so at the time they were introduced, there was this show on uh, this channel. Well, basically I had this music show and they asked me to be a guest star to promote my first album okay. uh, because it didn't take off. Nobody heard the songs. No one. Like oh, it, did, okay. it just did not work out. The first album was a flop. Okay. It was a flop. And um, I, I started becoming a guest star in this mm -hmm. show called Breakout. And ever since then, um, I guess everything escalated from there. People started noticing who I was. People started hearing my name. Uh, people realized I play the guitar and I sing as well. Mm -hmm. And I guess I got my chances because it was also a music show to promote my music. Okay. Yeah, and then from there, I that's where that. everything kind of landed when you got, you know, then you're acting and it all kind of yeah. spun out of that, that, yeah. that role that you had on the television show. 
Yeah, I was just I I just started having a Drake mentality, you know. Like it was like oh, yeah. let's go. <laughs> just do everything you like whatever brings me joy, whatever makes me happy, whatever can help me pay my bills. <laughs> like, sure. I'll go for it. Yeah. That's amazing. And then to be yeah. to score all these awards, right? I mean, you got a bunch of, you know, best female actress. You start winning all these awards for for your acting career that you I mean, you're focused on music. I'm, it doesn't sound like you were going for acting as, as a kid, as a young kid growing up. And then to like land in this role that you really, you know, embrace and you start killing it in it. Like at, oh, wow, at what thanks. point do you just go like, you know what, you know, this is, I mean, maybe you still do acting. I don't know. Do, do you still act at all? Yeah. I mean, if there's a good role, I, oh, I okay. take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it sounds like you went back and you're like, I'm going to go back to focusing on my music. And this is what I'm, you know, what I'm really, truly passionate about. That that's exactly what I really want to do. Yeah, for sure. So how do you make that? So when do you decide to do, you know, go back into writing songs? And then how does the empire thing tie into changing and, in, you know, not changing, but writing songs in English that they want to help you promote? Yeah. So I actually made the song. Uh, I mean, I started working with Empire and Musica as well. Um, mm. oh, wait, let me let me rephrase. So I have been an artist for Musica, and mm-hmm. Musica collaborated with Empire, and then chose me uh, as an artist to work with Empire. Is okay. that the case? Yeah, yeah. No, I see you're saying so, that. Okay. Yeah, so that was at two, 2020. And that was also the same time the pandemic broke. Oh um, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So we actually gathered the songs within a month. Producers, you know, they work so quickly. And uh, this is in and, San Francisco when you went to San Francisco? Yeah. Or this is, okay. So in San yeah, Francisco, do you, San- is that when you recorded Sweet Talk as well? Or was that a different that, time period? That was a different, that, that was a different time period actually okay. around 2017. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's what I thought. Like, yeah, because the because the video was from 2017 that I watched, which is an incredible video. Like, talk about you. being, uh, you know, uh, putting a video out that is pretty much identical to what not identical, but what TikTok is doing now. And then the yeah. fact that you did that like three years before TikTok really skyrocketed <laughs> to what it is now. Like, I was watching it. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, this is so brilliant. And that won a bunch <laughs> of awards too, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I was I was so lucky. I'm really blessed. I had I I have a really great team. I guess yeah. <laughs> I was at luck. No, but, that's um, cr- that's amazing. Thank you. So Where like, was that song recorded then? Just to, to quick on that cuz I mean that, that song is massive. Yeah, I I was in LA at the time. I was okay. at luck too. Yeah. So that was actually a collaboration with uh, a brand we were working with. And they, uh, well, they were asking for producers and I, I just wanted to try my luck and go like, Hey, what if I make a song in LA? And, and I, and I got hooked up with producers there and, and songwriters there and got lucky enough to have this track, that track. Yeah. But it wasn't actually a first initiation from, um, I guess, like it wasn't the plan that was built for five years or, or years uh, like before prior to the uh, song uh-huh. like it was basically because i got a brand endorsement and it when we just went for it you know okay okay yeah and then it just blew up in the video again yeah. the video is so so creative yeah. especially yeah. for the time period i mean wow talk about 
like just I was showing my wife the video. I'm like, look at how like, you know, this was from 2017. And then you have like the way you're like performing on the grid of your phone and just like how and it like just so ahead of the time. Like if you watch it now, it'd be like like if it came out this year, it'd be like, oh, this is a really rad video. And it's doing what you but like to be doing that before anyway, before TikTok and reels and all that other stuff was going on. It's really impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, well, (laughs) yeah. Okay. To fast forward here to, okay. So the Mm -hmm. pandemic hits, are you in San Francisco when that happened or you had already recorded the record? I was, I was still in the U S at the time and my, my, yeah. And my label were really concerned with me because I didn't want to go back sooner than the time frame that was you know delivered to me because i thought Uh that i would be able to chase more producers and just write more songs and all of that but yeah i had to go back earlier thank god we wrapped up a few songs Mm -hmm. with empire and uh the moment we came back at 2020 it was just not the best time to release anything at all Mm -hmm. right I mean, there were a lot of there were a lot of concerns. There were a lot of things going on too in the U.S. There were there was a pandemic that we should probably focus on and try to mm-hmm. figure out what it was. So that's kind of why it was at halt. Right, and, and a lot of artists did this a similar thing, and especially if you like c- couldn't really promote it. It was a bizarre time yeah. to promote. You couldn't go out and perform, right? I mean, the whole yeah. thing got kind of dicey there. Um, yeah, with like. I'm curious how long or how difficult was it to leave the United States and go back to Indonesia during the pandemic? And like, were you able to get out quite quickly or was it like, okay, we're stuck. And then San Francisco was a, it became like a big kind of bubbling point for what was happening with COVID aside from like New York and Seattle, but San Francisco was bad too for a while in LA. I mean, I guess, but was it hard to get out and get back home? Like, tell me about that. So, I was actually in a time frame where there were already talks about closing the border. Oh wow. From other countries. And I just I just got the first plane home the okay. next day after so you're able the to news. just cut out. Okay. Yeah. But I remember transiting in Japan and I I couldn't get out of the plane. Wow. <laughs> and people were people were coming in the plane. They were cleaning it out and everyone just had masks on. So yeah. What an eerie time. Was it? I'm sure it was interesting, even going in the airport and everything. Like, yeah, like it what? Was. Yeah. What a, yeah, yeah, it was really strange. I mean, going on a 20, like, I have no idea. It was like a 22 hour flight because I yeah. had to take transit from different places. Like, I went to Japan and I went to this other country and then I went to Singapore and then I went to Indonesia. It was oh, wow. really tiring. But at the uh-huh. same time, I was just like, what is going on with the world? Yeah, but not I to was, mention you're stopping in four or five different countries. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. But wow. at the same time, I was just like, hey, but I had an amazing production in San Francisco. <laughs> so a day wouldn't hurt. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, wow. So you had to hold on to that record for a while. And recently you end up releasing Earn It. That was not very yes. long ago, right? I mean, happened. Yeah. Before. Yeah, it was just a month ago. Yeah. Um, I had I had a project too in between that time frame. I mm. actually released an album called called Genevieve 
to- Oh, yeah, yeah, in 2000, last year, right? 2020 or 2021, I can't even speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was actually late 20, uh, 20 where I started releasing singles because I, I, I think it would be considered to go for this Empire project uh, with the team being in San Francisco and Indonesia at the same time in San Francisco. The US was going through so much I mm-hmm. think it would have been inconsiderate. So we started releasing other stuff that would um, cater to the market here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, after after Genevieve and then another year went by, I'm so glad we finally released songs with Empire, Want Your Love, Earn It. Yeah, mm-hmm. Earn It okay. just came out last month. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, with uh, Real quick on Genevieve, was that an album that you recorded in Indonesia or you record that in the States as well? I, I recorded it in Indonesia. Yeah. Wow. Right. Is it different? Here. Is it different recording there versus like uh, LA or San Francisco studio? Um, I, I don't really see the significant difference. Um, okay. I guess, I guess what really makes a difference is the culture, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, sure. And, and the weather. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's oh. it. Mm-hmm. It was really cold in in San Francisco. Well, for me at least. I oh, mean, yeah. here it's a humid country, and I'm already wearing like a sweater. <laughs> I lived like, in San Francisco for like five years, and yeah, in the city, it never gets like above fifty. Like it's just you're just kind of enclosed, and it's just cold yeah. all the time. <laughs> I know. So I was I was freezing. I remember coming into the studio every single time, and everyone would ask me why. Why are you uh, carrying a, a a hot bottle of water? I'm like, aren't you freezing? I can't sing with <laughs> with this weather. I can't sing in the cold. I'm so bad with it. <laughs> Whoa! So you just what fill up a water bottle with hot water? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> That's funny. I used to do that as a kid. Like yeah. as a little kid, I would fill up a two liter bottle of yeah and just lay on it <laughs> when I was like right? five, four or five years old. Yeah. And there's this really good tea that I found at Target. It was <laughs> um, it was the throat coat. Are you? Oh, familiar? yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I know that one. That's yeah. A great, yeah. OK. And, so throat and coat and warm water up. bottles were the yeah. way. Yeah, okay. or just put the throat coat in already, and that in the would save my life. <laughs> yeah, okay. in the studio. Yeah, amazing. Well, but so and, the, and then you did a video also for Earn It that I watched earlier, which is an incredible video. Tell me about putting that together. So Earn It is actually a part of a trilogy that we oh. did with Empire, and uh, the first single is called "Want Your Love." It was released end of last year, mm-hmm. and we it it starts off about it it starts off with me stating that i want to be with someone that i just really admire and Mm -hmm. like just trying to get love just as simple as that just the fire and ambition and of of having someone that i really like and just kind of at a point where I'm begging for it, I guess. I mean, it's it's kind of demanding. I want your love. Like that was the first right. single, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the second music uh, and the second song, "Earn It," um, in the music video, it also shares to us that um, I can't really 
acquire that love because actually along the way in the process of being with this guy, I am, I, I need to earn it because I actually lost his trust along the way. That which brings us back to the first song stating that I, you know, I just really wanted um, to be in a relationship with him, but no one really knew why I was begging for it. And in the second song, it explains that I actually want to earn his love back because we were kind of like drifted apart in the process. Does that make uh, sense? No, it totally makes sense. And with, yeah. with the, with the first song, uh, want, uh, with the first song, did you do a video that coincides with the second video? Is it like running yes. into each other? Okay. Uh, yeah. now I feel bad. I didn't see the first video. So the second yeah. video, yeah, your guys are dancing and then there's like, you know, stars yeah. and stuff sparkling around you. Okay. Yeah. And so now yeah. we're on, this is the second song of three. So there's a, yes. like a finale to this, to the, to this, uh, like music videos and, and obviously the song and everything else. Yes. Okay. Well, yes. I'm intrigued to see the third one. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love the second one, though, obviously. Um, and now I have to go back when we're done with this call and I'm, I'm going to watch the first one and the second one. So I can okay. get uh, up to date on the storyline. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, a, so, it's an amazing video and amazing songs. And I, and I love what you're doing. So good. Thank you. Thank you. I guess to wrap it up for, for Earn It itself, it's basically um, it's kind of like an ode to to second chances, I guess that's how I would call it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like this angle hasn't been spoken about so much. And I just feel like, I feel like uh, I've never actually been in a position where I've felt this so strongly to ask for a second chance from someone. And at the time where we were writing this song, I was in a, relationship where I I was dishonest and I was going through so much that that I couldn't really cope with the relationship and and just you know go mm -hmm. forth with it and be gentle and be kind so this song is kind of like a tribute to that relationship I guess that's where where I'm going with it because it was heading mm -hmm. to a more serious phase that's why in the second verse after the chorus, there goes, felt like any second you was going to get a ring. I was scared. So I let it come between you and me. Uh -huh. I guess that's, that's the angle. And I, I feel like everyone in this, that has gone through a serious relationship has probably gone with the process of getting together again and then breaking up and then getting together. Again. Right. And of course, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in repeat. So that's, Kind so of I, the angle of the song. Okay, yeah, I like it. Very, very creative. <laughs> and then I, I have we have to wait and see how it all unfolds at the end. Yeah, with with the third release. And is that going to yeah. come out like as like a an EP or kind of like a um, concept type project or? It's it's a trilogy. I guess that's yeah. that's all that's I have to it. say for now. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's okay. going to be a trilogy. <laughs> it's a trilogy. That's all we get. Okay, I get it. I, I'm excited <laughs> to hear the last one. I again, I love what you're doing now, and I really, thank really you. appreciate your time, Cheryl. This has been awesome, and thank you for staying up so late. <laughs> thank you so much. This isn't late. I'm an owl. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, again, this has been so fun, and I really appreciate your time. I have one more quick question. 
Sure. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Ooh. Um, okay. Yeah, I do. Um, my best advice for is blah, my best advice for aspiring artists is to have a really great team beside you who values your visions, who values you and who really would bend over backwards for you because as independent as you are, of course, we can't be dependent over nobody, but when it gets into a serious stage, believe me, babes, get a great team. And as Taylor would say, get a great lawyer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so good. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I, again, I really, really appreciate it. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. I think one thing that I would add on to that I'm really excited for this year, Adam, if we ever get the chance to speak again oh, uh, in the near future, um, I'm, I'm going to be having my own record label, actually, after this trilogy. Uh, I've after working so many years with a major label um, and also having this experience with Empire as well. I've gotten so much in my time to finally develop my own record label and actually expanding to the Web3. I wow. guess that's kind of the angle that I'm going, entering the whole vibes of NFTs.